Today, I'm interviewing my nutritionist and friend, Kara Clark of Kara Clark Nutrition. Kara is a nutritionist for professional athletes and celebrities, and somehow me. Today, we're talking about how we met, how I convinced Kara to take me on as a client, and how to simplify the building blocks of nutrition. Before I met Kara, I had no clue how to fuel my body with food. My diet could be likened to that of a truck driver. Jalapeno Cheetos were a staple. But I'd gotten to the point in my life and in my business where I was exhausted all the time. I wasn't feeling like my best self, and I really just needed to learn how to fuel my body so I could be the person I wanted to be and live the life I wanted to live. I can't wait to share this episode with you. There are super practical tips for fueling your body and listening to what you need, not dieting. In this episode, both Kara and I share what a typical day of eating looks like for us, and you'll hear for yourself, neither one of us care about calories. So grab a pen and some paper, because you're going to be taking notes. Welcome to the Zimmerman Podcast with your host, CEO, wedding professional, educator, and mom, Jessica Zimmerman. In just two years, Jessica went from facing bankruptcy to taking home a six-figure salary. She turned a business-saving $100,000 loan into a million-dollar empire. As a creative entrepreneur, a healthy work-life balance seems just as unattainable as a six-figure income. But Jessica Zimmerman is here to show you it's possible. With the right tools and insider tips and some hard work, your craziest dreams can become your daily routine. If you set some boundaries and commit to healthy changes, you can create a business and a life you love. So let's make your business work for you. Hey, Kara, how's it going? Hi, Jess. It's good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for being here on the podcast today. I want to share with everybody, and I'll try to make this story really brief, but Kara and I met in Laguna Beach. We were both speaking at a retreat called Nourish Retreat, and I was at a point where I was really, really tired all the time, and I had done a lot of work on myself as far as exercising and trying to eat right. I was really putting in the effort of trying to do what was best for my body because I just knew it wasn't normal to be this tired all the time, and I was out on a hike that morning of Nourish Retreat, and I remember just praying, like I was on this trail all by myself and I prayed out loud and I said, Lord, you've got to bring somebody into my life that can show me how to do this because I'm, I've exhausted my options. I don't know what to do, but I know I'm not supposed to live my life being this tired. And I went back to the hotel and (laughs) Kara can probably speak to this a little bit, but I am normally one who I'm more introverted And unless I really know you, I'm not all about cocktail conversation. I call it cocktail conversation. I'm not all about just cocktail conversation about, you know, talking about light things. I like to really have deep, meaningful relationships with people. And so it's not like me to just go up to somebody and start a conversation. But I was walking to my room and you have to walk past the lobby to go to the rooms. And I saw you (laughs) and I was like, Oh my gosh, I need to go talk to her. I don't know what it was. It was the strangest thing. Do you remember that? I do because you made a beeline to me and you just sat beside me. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I just sat behind you. I sat beside you and I didn't know 
I didn't know what you did. I didn't know that you were speaking that day. You could have been an attendee for all I knew. Like, I didn't know. I just, it was the strangest thing. I was so attracted, I guess, to your energy and I needed to sit by you. And you ordered food, lunch, lunch came to you. And I remember looking at what you were eating simply because I was in this place of, of trying to study what healthy people, like healthy looking people were eating because uh-huh. I was trying to figure all this out on my own. And then I started talking to you and found out that you were speaking next and that you were speaking about nutrition. I was like, oh my gosh, like the Lord has never answered my prayers this quickly before in my entire life. <laughs> Didn't you go ahead and order the same thing I had to? Yes. Mm-hmm. Then I just ordered what you ordered because I figured, well, yeah, that's got to works for her. It's got to work for me. Right. Yeah. Um, but then I remember you got up and you spoke and I was eating an apple. This was later on during the day. And you started talking about macros. And I was like, what is a macro? And you said, well, I normally don't call people out, but I see that you're eating an apple, which I thought, by the way, I was doing so good and being so healthy. I was like eating every three to four hours and I had my apple. And you said, that apple is just not going to do anything for you if you don't have a handful of nuts with it. And I was like, um, bartender, can you please bring me some nuts? Like I was just so eager to learn. And so I kind of want to start there. It's such a good example to everybody there on what I teach. And you were just the guinea pig. It was, it was, I just was like lapping it up. I wanted to learn everything that I could. And I think that it's so important because I said to you, because I basically convinced you to work with me. Let's talk about that for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me your bottom line. I was like, oh yeah, she's a business person. We Uh get each Uh other. This all makes sense now. She said, she yeah, said so, during her talk that no, that you don't work with, you don't take on clients anymore. Well, I had said that in my um, talk even. Yeah. Because what happens is I do one of those talks and then I get 25 emails of people that want to work one-on-one. And, you know, in my, in my opinion, being from the Midwest, my prices are what I would call unreasonable. And like you, I just value my time so much. And because I value my time so much, um, and I have four kids, as you know, four daughters who are just blossoming into young ladies and very active in their sports. And, you know, there's something every day with them that I decided a couple of years ago that if I took on clients, it was only going to be um, professional athletes. And that is because performance nutrition is, is something that shifts really fast and they don't need a whole lot of extra support. Whereas individual nutrition, you just you do need your handheld and you do need support and you have a lot of questions and, um, and yeah, I can't afford as far as a time perspective to, to manage that. And so that's why, which we'll get into later, but that's why I create group challenges and based on, um, different groups of people, um, my philosophy always remains the same, but we can make meals more simple and more intricate based on, you know, what, what people have time for. And so, um, yeah, you learned really fast that, yeah, you, that girl doesn't take on clients. She values time just like me. So I'm not going to be a handful. I'm going to be really fun. <laughs> I'm going to be a fun client, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I walked, I walked right over to her at the end and everyone's trying to talk to her and everything. I wanted to wait until everyone else was gone because you can't negotiate these things with other people <laughs> present. 
And so <laughs> I waited until everyone was gone and I went, okay, I get it that you're not taking on clients, but re- like everyone has a bottom line. What's your bottom line? Because God has just sent you to me. Like, I know that you, you have your own life and everything, but you don't understand. Like you have been sent to me and I came and sat by you not knowing what you did. And you and I are supposed to work together. Like you're supposed to teach me about nutrition and health and how to take care of myself. And you just laughed. And then you were like, okay, I'll send you an email. Anyone that that pulls the guideline on me that they were led to me or there was an epiphany or the Holy Spirit, they felt the Holy Spirit connecting up. Well, how do I say no to that? (laughs) That's a good starting point for my philosophy because I never planned on having a career. This wasn't something necessarily I set out to do. What happened for me is that I was a college athlete and I was always asking somebody to guide me and help me to um, reach my potential. And so when I got done with basketball, so well, since they gave me the football meal plan, that didn't really work very well. Nobody could have had any guidance for female athletes. When I got out of college, I started studying nutrition. That quickly led to um, disordered eating because you um, start studying nutrition, you realize like, you know, food's really easy to control. And when you learn more about it, you're like, I can go down calories and I can cut this out and I can control that. That's one thing I can control. You know what I mean? So many things are out of our control. And so that quickly quickly led me into a disordered eating path that I was um, very mindful and aware of that I didn't want to go down. So what I did, and I think what a lot of business professionals do, and you can speak on this, is we reach people where we're at. So we say like, okay, how do I need help? That's how I need to go support people, right? So I started and um, with sororities and I learned that three out of five sorority girls have eating disorders and are, are well on their way. And I actually think it's probably closer to four and a half out of five from my experience. So I started my business working with 18 to 22 year olds and um, it quickly evolved from there. And, and the reason is, is because people were desperate to understand real food and understand um, lifestyle, nutrition, and not just diets. When I came into the nutrition world 11 years ago, it, be, being a nutritionist was about helping people lose weight. And that's not what I was ever going to be about because I see somebody as a whole being. I see, of course, I see um, you know what their physical being looks like, but I go way beyond that, as you know now. And I, I think about what their digestive system looks like and what caused that inflammation and and their disordered eating patterns and stuff like that. And so I, I see it as a mental, emotional, physical, spiritual. I see all of these things very, very connected. And I, I had a very clear path at that young age, at 22 when I started my own business, um, that it was way more than weight loss to me. And, and I would do everything I can to not just work with people for weight loss because that wasn't fulfilling. And also when people do a program to lose weight, it's just a diet. And so I was always going to offer a non-dieting approach. And, um, you know, desperate means cause or calls for desperate measures. And so obviously there's exceptions to this rule where somebody does need to lose weight fast or like my college athletes or my um, professional athletes that are going to the draft, they do need to cut fat at an extraordinary rate, stuff like that. There's always exceptions. So don't get me wrong. But basically my philosophy is, is real food. 
And my motto is real food, real people, real results. And what I mean by that is we don't take anything off the table for these people. We don't say, don't do this and don't do that and don't do this and don't eat that. And we, we say, feel it out. How does this make you feel? Learn how this makes you feel because I can't have that will turn into I don't want that if you understand how it makes you feel, right? And so that's where we get the the real food and then the real people. Um, you know, I get pegged as a celebrity nutritionist. And and so then people see me as like, well, um, I only work with people that have all this money and all this time and all these resources to prep their food and do this. So I, it's not for me. No, that's not what I do. I'm here for everybody. You know, real people can do this. And so that's where that part comes from. And the real results is is what I was saying about like feeling what feels right and understanding how um, my philosophy makes you feel. And and so then you can make long lasting decisions or good decisions based on that rather than what a stupid number on the scale says. I've been showing up publicly, teaching all my business secrets for years, all while leaving my biggest story untold. The story of how my family and I survived the illness that almost killed my husband, Brian. April 7th, 2020, I'm finally sharing our story with the world. If you want to be the first to read this never before told story, sign up for book updates at ZimmermanPodcast.com slash book. That's ZimmermanPodcast.com slash book. me as a real person, having gone through your program, have learned so much. And I want to get into that. But real quick, just because I know listeners, they're going to be like, wait a minute, what celebrities has she worked with? Can you, are you able, have you like signed NDAs where you can't tell us anybody or can you, can you say something? Well, I I can tell you, I've worked with at least 10 NBA players and, and a lot of them are common names, but I do try to keep that more private. I'm not somebody who tries to promote myself based on celebrity status, but because it's becoming really public information, and always has been for Christina Anstead from HGTV, who was a client turned really good friend, best friend. And then I am also contributing to Carrie Underwood's book, who um, both of them live by my philosophy. I've worked with, you know, OC Housewives that I wouldn't really want to um, repeat. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've worked with a lot of other, you know, um, lower level celebrities and a lot of different celebrities have their hands in on my plans and, and understand how it works. And eating real food makes them feel good because they need energy and nourishment and not just, again, end, end goals of weight loss. It's not really the end goal. Let me walk you through this philosophy that I keep talking about. And, and the reason I do this backwards now, I used to start out with, this is my philosophy and, you know, people take notes and stuff, but I always want to touch on the whys before, because once you get emotionally engaged to something is when um, that path of self-discovery starts, you know, and, and that happened for you. And I saw it, well, I mean, it happened even before I started talking because there was just this insane energy line between there still is like every time we call each other the other one answers which is like bizarre in our lives right now but anyway um back to my philosophy so we call it the ccn way of life because it is more of a way of life than it is just food or diet like we do believe that good overall health and wellness starts with food so the premise of that wait a minute, real quick ccn stands for Kara Clark Nutrition. So 
my clients pegged it as CCN and I went with it because I don't really want to be the face of my business because it's not about me. And I never want people comparing their results or their bodies to me. So I love just the, using the, the name CCN and we call it the way of life. So we um, offer a philosophy that is really basic and easy to follow. So the number one pillar to that philosophy is eating within the hour of waking up. And you know, the exception to this is um, if you go straight to a workout. So if you go straight to the workout and you prefer fasting for your workout, I personally do. I don't like to eat before I work out. Um, then that's your exception to this rule. Otherwise, especially ladies, you guys, we um, are eating for stable blood sugar, which helps to regulate our hormone system. And, and you understand this because you loved it, Jessica. Um, so eating within the hour of waking up is really important to wake up our minds and our bodies and say, hey, body, it's time to start burning fat as fuel. So the next rule um, after that, or the pillar, I call it, because I don't really like the word rule. Um, People hear the word rule and they just want to break it. So <laughs> the next pillar to the philosophy is eating every three to four hours after that. And again, this is more important for women than it is men because we have a hormone system that is shifting a lot, a lot more regularly than men's. And so we have to protect that. Um, so every three to four hours. And, and this is the one thing, I, the next pillar is the one thing I always say, if you don't remember anything else I say, and I said this in the talk and that's where you stopped eating your apple is always, always, always combine your macronutrients and real quick, because I know we might have listeners um, who don't quite understand macros. There's only three and macros. I just, want to say, I just want to say really quickly is that when I did hire Kara, I basically said to her, you have to treat me like I'm in kindergarten because <laughs> I didn't learn any of these things. Like I have been living a life where I went through Barefoot Contessa's cookbook, like her cookbook recipe one by one, like every night I would, I mean, like one night we're having lamb chops, the next night we're having, you know, some kind of pasta. And I mean, jalapeno Cheetos were my favorite thing to buy at a gas station. So I just didn't, you kept saying macros and I was like, mm, everyone in this room knows what a macro is except me. <laughs> and so I just want to say, don't feel bad if you don't know what she's talking about at the beginning, because no one could possibly know less about this subject than me. Okay, continue. Yeah, and we try to keep it less comprehensive and less complex, because we do believe in the part of our philosophy that says you have to do this to understand it. You know, don't go try and try to study our philosophy without doing it. And I'll get into that a little bit too. So combining your macros means we have three different macronutrients and they are essential to life. So there's six essential nutrients, three are micronutrients, three are macronutrients. And just real quick, the micronutrients are um, vitamins, minerals, and um, water, obviously. And then the macronutrients that we need in a, a bit more abundant amounts are protein, carbs, and fats. And all six of these have a major, major role in our body. We would never say, oh, I'm going to give up all vitamins or I'm going to give up all minerals and I'm going to give up water. No, but for whatever reason with the macros, we say we do that. You know, there's been trends of no fat to low fat, more lately, low and no carbs. Well, I don't, which, you know, I just don't understand. Like God gave us this gift and and science of nutrition can be complicated, but to me, this part's easy. So science of nutrition is saying we need all three macros. 
And my philosophy, because I do work with 99% women, is that we need 50% of our diets in each meal. This needs to be at a meal basis and not a day basis. Um, 50% needs to come from carbs. Yeah, everyone's mouth is dropping as they listen to that. Because but define a carb. Because to me, a carb was potato chips. Right. And a lot of people come up to me and say, you know, I give up carbs. And I'm like, so you gave up white bread and sugar and, you know, like you said, potato chips. So carbs are all of our whole grains. They're legumes. So our, um, you know, our beans and our chickpeas and, and that sort of thing. They are honey and maple syrup, which are both in our plans very frequently because I love them. And they are fruits and vegetables. So um, we just have to make better choices with our carbs. We want to fill our plates half with ideally colorful carbs and then um, a fourth with, you know, a more starchy carb like brown rice or like even you didn't even know what all your grains were. So brown rice or quinoa or um, oats or something like that. So that's where our carbs are coming from. We say in our program, 20% of our diets and 20% of each meal, whether it's a meal or snack, comes from protein, which is um, really different than, you know, the fitness world teaches the fitness world teaches, uh, more and more and more protein, but our, our kidneys and our livers can only flush and absorb so much protein. So we actually, um, teach a lower amount because we're just teaching to people who are living their daily lives, um, and need more energy. And then, um, we teach 30% fat, which is really easy to get because, um, fat is twice as nutrient as uh, energy dense as other, um, macros. It has nine calories per gram, whereas protein and carbs each have four calories per gram. So by the looks of it on our plate, it's only half as much as say protein, um, because it's twice as energy dense. Does that make sense? Yes. Can you tell us some examples of fats. So healthy fats would be um, nuts and seeds. Those are obvious ones and avocados, another obvious one, um, and all of our healthy oils. But a lot of different foods, especially like animal protein, does contain a certain amount of fat. Um, and then like nuts share different macro groups. For instance, nuts have all three macros in them. They have fat, protein, and a little bit of carbs. And so why I said grab some nuts with your apple is because they, they fit the bill for the protein and the, and the um, fat. So those are some examples. So I love roasted broccoli. I have that a lot for lunch. So I'm putting olive oil on my broccoli and a little bit of salt and pepper, and then I'm roasting it. Now, is that olive oil? We've eliminated the fact that it's a fat because it's now been cooked. Because you hear things like those oils are only good when they're so- raw. What happens with olive oil is it is a low heat, no heat oil. And so, no, it's not eliminated, but it actually can soil. So um, that was a good question to bring up because for higher heats, you're going to want to use avocado oil um, or coconut oil. I tend to use coconut oil in my baking, avocado oil in my roasting um, and my stir fries. And then I use uh, olive or uh, yeah, olive oil for anything cold or not too warm. So like on the kids' popcorn or um, salad dressing, stuff like that. Wonderful. Okay. So I need to buy some avocado oil for the roasting, but then it's fine, right? It's good. You've, you're ro- like, we have roasted broccoli, roasted sweet potatoes, roasted cauliflower. So as long as we're doing it in a little bit of avocado oil, then we're good. We're getting lots of good carbs in that way. 
yeah, we're getting our um, healthy fats in that way. Kara Clark Nutrition totally transformed not just my diet, but my life. Since working with Kara, my brain fog is gone. I have the energy to keep up with my crazy schedule, and I'm getting all the nutrients my body needs. Kara doesn't take on new clients, but she did create a nutrition program just for my audience of entrepreneurs. It's the Entrepreneur Health Challenge Packet. If you're feeling like your life and your business is being held back by your nutrition, you need to check out Kara's Challenge. Go to ZimmermanPodcast.com slash health. That's ZimmermanPodcast.com slash health. I would love to just walk through really quickly and um, tell you what I've been having lately for a day. And you can tell me if I'm on track or not. And then people can get a good example of what what that is. So this morning for breakfast, um, I woke up and I had gluten-free oatmeal with raspberries, banana, a whole banana, like a handful of raspberries, a handful of blueberries, some cashews, and some walnuts. And then I had, I sprinkled in some bee pollen and a little bit of brown sugar. Is that a good breakfast? Yeah. So I would, um, right. I would want to recognize and understand how much, uh, nuts you used. Do you remember? I would say probably half a handful of them combined. Yes. So that is a good meal. So she, I'll break it down really quick because it's really helpful for people to understand your oats are going to act as your complex carbohydrates. So they are slower to digest, which is great. Your fruit is more of a simple carbohydrate um, loaded with antioxidants and some of the best nutrients that God gave us are in our fruit. And I love that you have two different colors because you said two different berries, right? Three different berries, banana, banana, raspberry, and blueberry. Yeah. Three different colors. So I love that you hit the colors, um, you hit your carbs and then your nuts and your, um, yeah, your nuts act as your fat and protein. So that's awesome. And then you threw in a superfood on top of that with the bee pollen, which is so great for our immune systems. And then I drink a, a collagen powder drink with hot water, but you've also told me that I could put the collagen powder directly into the oatmeal and that would be good too. Yep, exactly. A little added protein. You guys will notice too that Jessica is not um, worried about her calories in this meal. Um, This is solely based on how it makes her feel and the fuel that she gets from it. So that's awesome. Good job, Jess. Thank you. Well, I've learned so much from you. It's not even, (laughs) I mean, I feel like I have a master's degree from just learning like such simple basics with you, but I knew nothing. I knew nothing. I mean, I come from the South where everything is deep fried and comes with a side of ranch. I mean, everything. So I, you know, it's just interesting. But yeah, I I do think that that's really freeing and we're going to continue on with the food. But I think it's really freeing to not to you're not looking at calories. You're not looking at any of that. And to be honest, and Kara knows this, when I came to her, I didn't care about a number on a scale. I didn't care about a size gene. I didn't care about any of that. And I, I never really have been that person. I mean, I, I think there's been times where I've wanted to be in better shape or something, but this particular time in my life, it really was just about feeling better and having energy and feeling my best self. I just felt like I hadn't seen that person yet. And I wanted to know what she was like. Like, what what am I like if I am at my best? And so that's really what this whole thing was about. But um, and it, But it's so freeing not to have to 
think about calories or think about that. I mean, there have been mornings where I have still been hungry and I've listened to my body and had a second bowl of oatmeal. You just have to listen. What does your body need that day? And I know we're going to talk about this in an upcoming episode, but it also has a lot to do with your hormones and your menstrual cycle. It's just really fascinating to learn about yourself. But okay, so right now you and I are recording this. Um, I'm having one of my snacks. And so this is a smoothie I'm having. It is kale, apple, kiwi, spinach, um, and some protein. And I think maybe a little bit of pineapple. So is this good? Yeah, you nailed it. You got multiple colors. You have um, a good amount of fiber from your um, spinach. And uh, did you say you have seeds in there? I I don't know if I have seeds in there or not. What I would recommend is for sure um, two tablespoons of hemp seed, chia seed, something like that for the added fiber and um, fat and protein. Low, low, it's lower in protein, higher in fat. You could also add your collagen peptides to boost your protein to make sure um, your macros are even. So yeah, this is great. I love it. Okay, good. And for lunch, I usually, we we go to the grocery store, we get one of those roasted chickens, you know, that they've already roasted and we come home and you can just like pull it apart. It's mm-hmm. so easy to put it in a Pyrex dish. And then for lunch, I will usually have um, some roasted broccoli, roasted sweet potatoes, some of that pulled chicken, a cup of bone broth, and mm-hmm. a piece of gluten-free toast with avocado on it and tomatoes. I ain't afraid of no calories. I love it. I mean, it's, this it's is, a this lot is of food. Perfect. It's a lot of food, but you uh, you didn't really mention that you're a very active person who works out every day too. So this is a lot of food. You absolutely, without a doubt, need it. And I love the difference from, I mean, you were kind of, you said, treat me like a kindergartner. You were kind of eating about the amount a kindergartner eats when I met with you. So we have come a long ways. So I'm so impressed and proud of you. So she nailed it. She has her carbs for um with sweet potatoes and she has her multiple colors and she has her protein and then she added bone broth for added digestive support which has helped with you know we'll talk about this a little bit more hormones and and um transitioning from you know taking hormones to producing your own so that's helped a ton with you it really has it has and then for an afternoon snack just to keep it easy i usually have a perfect bar which you, I used to just have like a granola bar or something, and you taught me about Perfect Bar. So I have Perfect Bar, and then I have that with either an apple or they make a bar called That's It, which is an apple and 12 strawberries basically rolled into a bar. Kind of tastes like a grown-up fruit roll-up. Um, yeah. So those two together, um, and that's my afternoon snack usually. Yes, and she already knows this one's perfect because I recommended it. <laughs> But why do you like Perfect Bar other than, like, there's so many bars out there. The fact that they taste like an adult Snickers. I mean, I guess Snickers, adults eat Snickers, but um, they taste like a candy bar. So you never feel like you're missing out on any treats or dessert. And they're loaded with all kinds of nutrients. And they have over 300 calories, which you know I love. Because if you're going to eat, you have to eat enough to support um, the activity that's going on in your body, you know, so Mm -hmm. eating is actually work for your body. And if you're just eating a hundred calories, you're putting your body to, to work for nothing. You know what I mean? 
So right. you need to make it worth it. And that's why, um, that's what holds you over too for that four hours. And that's what keeps you from going back to the coffee machine at that time of day and, um, and, and sustains you through bedtime, which can be brutal at your kids' ages. <laughs> right. Yes, absolutely. And then for dinner, I usually have, and I don't, I'm not a caffeine person. I don't drink coffee. Or I used to drink Coke several years ago. I used to drink it all the time, but now I just, I don't, I just drink water. Um, but for dinner, I usually have, I really listen and figure out what it is that I, I'm, my body wants. Hey, sometimes it's just some gluten-free um, fish sticks and some sweet potato fries. Like sometimes that's what has to happen. And then last night I had a piece of salmon with a salad. There's also nights that I just have soup. Um, and so it just, yeah, I'm not, it's just kind of like, where are we? If we're, if we are at an event and they have pizza, I'll eat the pizza. You know, I don't. And there's I think no that fear behind that. Right. And this is something that I think was really, really freeing with you is learning from you. You said, this isn't about a diet. And I know we hear this all the time that it's a lifestyle, but it, it truly is. And it's not about cheat days or flex days, or what, whatever the, you're living your life. And so as long as you, what did you say? I think you said 20% or something. If, if you can keep on the macro plan, you know, maybe 75% of the week, uh-huh. then the other 25%, and I'm probably getting the percentages wrong, like live your life. So yeah. it's, and it's also about not, you don't want to do them back to back to back. You don't want to have a donut for breakfast and then you don't want to have a cheeseburger and fries for lunch and then pizza for dinner right if you're going to a party make sure you're in the night then make sure you're you nail your meals all the way up to that and so that's kind of what I live by I say 80 20 percent but we don't want people going in and calculating that like don't go back to the old system of having a cheat meal or having a cheat day just live life and and let it go and so yeah, when you're following, you know, our way of life and our plans, like you notice, you don't actually feel like garbage when you eat pizza at a party once. Right. Absolutely. Even a couple months ago, I was in New York and I texted you and I said, I'm going to have dinner tonight um, at an Italian <laughs> restaurant. I haven't eaten Italian food and I can't tell you how long. And it's like an, a six course meal and it's wine pairings. And I'm just going to go and have a great time. And you text back and you go, that's exactly what you should do. Yes. Eat everybody sip every sip of that wine and enjoy. Mm-hmm. It's all about that intention. I'm not saying to do it all the time, but when you have a great intention, when you're in great company, this speaks for the holidays too. be in that, be present in that moment. And, and that will actually calm your whole system down, which we're going to get into in a little bit about, you know, different t- styles of breathing and breath work that helps to calm the system down. Um, but just your thoughts with your thoughts, like I am, in this moment, I am so present in this moment. This wine is so good. I love my friend with all of my heart and I'm just going to be where I'm at. Right. I love it. I think it's also really interesting what you said earlier about people thinking like, oh, I can't work with her or um, hire her because she's a celebrity nutritionist. And you said something to me and you may not even remember saying this at our first when we, when we had left the retreat and we had our first call together because I wore you down and made you work with me. Um, but you said, do you understand that your life is, you actually 
compared it to Carrie Underwood's. And when you first said that, I was like, whatever, my life is nothing like Carrie Underwood's. But what you were saying was, as far as being active, you wake up, you have a husband, you have children, you are in front of a camera all day teaching classes. Maybe you're not up on a stage, but you're giving the same amount of energy, the same amount of effort from your body. You're working out every day. And I think there's probably so many women or moms that are listening right now who think they aren't as active as they might actually be or that their energy. I also got this a lot, which really honestly bothered me when I would tell people how tired I was and they would say to me, Jessica, you are running a business and you've got three small kids. You're supposed to be tired. And I thought, no, I'm I'm not. I'm not supposed to be wanting to crawl in bed at four o'clock every day. That's not normal. I guess my my whole point in this is, is in regards to energy, like why do we have such a disconnect between our our minds and our bodies and what we actually need? Um, I think because we we want to take the easy route. And so it's a lot easier to say like, yeah, I'm, I'm supposed to be tired. I'm just going to lay here from four o'clock to nine 30 every night. And this is normal. So we call so many things normal that in my opinion are not normal, not even close. Um, and we try to normalize, you know, feeling bad or feeling tired based on where we're what season of life we're at rather than working, um, towards being the best version of yourself, which is harder, you know, it's harder work. Is that the most common similarity you see among yeah, your clients? It really is. It's like, yeah. And the number one thing I see in people coming to me is under eating. And that's because it's easier to under eat than it is to do the right thing. If that makes sense. Oh, so yes, yeah, very much the same thing. We normalize all this stuff. That's not, we're not, our bodies were not made to feel that way. And I'm not saying that you're not overdoing it and you're not, um, you're not, uh, in a hard stage of life, because I, I do believe you are in a hard season of life. And, um, I think you only, you know, your limitations. So I would never tell you, um, what more, what less to do based on, you know, even knowing you as a friend. So people say the same thing to me all the time. And I'm like, no, I'm still not supposed to feel this way. Like God calls different people to different things and we need all kinds. And there are people that we know how much energy we're supposed to have and be able to put out. And we know when it's off. And that's what happened with you. Would you pay a dollar a day for more energy, focus, and drive? That's what I get with Beekeepers Naturals Bee Powered Superfood Honey. Every day, I take a spoonful of their bee-powered honey, and every night, I go to bed after my kids, which is saying a lot. Before bee-powered, I'd be totally out of energy by 4 p.m. Can anyone relate? Running a growing business while being a mom to three kids, including some pretty wild twin boy toddlers, it's exhausting. But with Bee Powered, I feel more focused and driven than I have in a while, like maybe even before kids. You know I wouldn't try to sell you something that I don't believe in and actually use myself, but I love my Bee Powered, and now I honestly can't imagine my life without it. If you want 15% off Bee Powered, go to ZimmermanPodcast.com slash B to get yours today. That's ZimmermanPodcast.com slash B-E-E. Just for someone who's out there thinking, it's just so overwhelming and it's too much. When I first started with Kara, 
and she remembers this, I said, I can't get into all the like meal prep and all that right now. I don't need to know all the different combinations. I need this to be as simple as possible. So I will eat the same thing every day for two months if I have to, just to get used to this. Like I can't be bogged down or overwhelmed with recipes and all that. So, I mean, it really was like the oatmeal, the smoothie, the, 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 the perfect bar for dinner. I had the same soup. Like I knew the soup worked. And just in the past few months have I branched out and and eaten more things, but sometimes that's what it takes for people, especially if you're like me, it's just tell me one thing (laughs) that I can have breakfast, lunch, dinner, and my two snacks. And let me just start there and see how I start feeling. Yeah, exactly. And if you're eating your macros and you're eating every three to four hours and you're getting five colors a day, which is another pillar of our philosophy, then that's totally fine with us. Can you tell us what you had yesterday, what your day looked like? I'll tell you a typical day because it's pretty similar to yours, except I start my day out with an egg scramble. So um, ideally, if I can squeeze in some vegetables into my eggs, meaning I have to chop them and, and saute them, and I am short on time packing four lunches in the morning and getting my kids out the door by seven. But um, that is would be egg, ideal. Is an egg fat or is an egg protein? Egg is both protein and fat. So a lot of that's what gets tricky for people understanding macros is that a lot of foods carry multiple macros. So egg is my um, fruit and, or not my fruit, my fat and protein. So I had an egg scramble with a piece of gluten-free toast and raspberries and blueberries. Similar to you, but I um, did eggs instead of your bowl, your oatmeal bowl with nuts. You're not just having like egg whites, you eat the whole egg. I eat the whole egg and usually I add avocado too. Mm. Bring on the fat. Um, oh, good. Yeah. So then four hours later, and that sustains me for a solid four hours. I usually have my perfect bar with um, either a half of an apple or a handful of carrots or something like that, always getting my color in. And then another three to four hours later, I try to have a huge salad. And if I don't have time for a salad, then I eat a smoothie and I make my smoothies really, really thick and really, really dense. And I add stuff on top to, again, sustain me. I try to get my smoothies to like 500 calories for people that are concerned about calories and want to understand. And I'm also a four meal a day person. You, you like the five meal a day, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I teach four to five meals. And if you go every four hours, to your next meal, then you can do the four meals. If not, then you're more of a five meal a day. Either way is just fine. Um, I also get up early. So I think that has something to do with it. Yeah. Um, And most of my clients, I would say 75% of my clients prefer five over four. So I'm the odd one. And then I eat a a really big dinner and we love like anything fast because our kids have from two to three practices every single night, not each kid, but that's our schedule. Um, And so we do a ton of stir fries. We always have a taco night. And when my kids eat the tacos with the hard shells, the hard corn shells, and they have a a vegetable on the side and usually some black beans too for added fiber, um, I always make mine into a big salad bowl. And that would be like my favorite dinner that I could eat, you know, for lunch every single day. It's like a taco power bowl with brown rice and different kinds of lettuce and a bunch of different vegetables. So that's a typical day in life for me. And then, you know, my um, go-to if I get hungry after dinner or uh, need a little treat, I just love an old-fashioned banana and peanut butter. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Oh, and that was interesting. I, I remember first time I was going um, through my menstrual cycle when I was with you and I thought, uh, and I, I, cause Kara teaches five colors a day and I text you and I said, I just started my period and I ate a bag of Skittles. Does that count for my five colors? <laughs> Please surrender. <laughs> yeah. And you were like, um, okay, so we need to talk about uh, how to eat and combine your macros with sweets as well. Because I'm not normally a sweets person, but I am at certain times of the month. And it was, you were great. We I I did coconut yogurt. Yeah. Yeah. You told me all kinds of tricks. Tell, let's name a couple of those. So one of the tricks is like, you're going to eat a burger every once in a while, right? And um, yes. So at least you can consider the fact that your burgers, your fat and protein and your bun is your carbs and move on with your life. And I remember having that conversation because you guys were having a barbecue and I was like, no, just do it. Or my favorite is doing the thick cut sweet potatoes and roasting them and using those as my bun. Um, so that's another trick to eating burgers and not having anyone notice that you're too weird. Um, yeah. And then when you eat desserts to just swap out sugar for honey or maple syrup, which, you know, are loaded with digestive enzymes and have all kinds of health benefits for you. Um, and switching your flour from regular traditional processed flour to something less processed like oats or, you know, me, I, I prefer the gluten-free and almond flour and coconut flour. And then, you know, for the yogurt, we, um, came up with a really yummy dessert for you that had chocolate and cream yogurt and, granola and you met all your macros and it basically basically became a part of your daily life because you're like if I can have this this good yeah it's coconut yogurt I put a little collagen collagen protein in it and I have um either raspberries or bananas um sometimes both and then there's a granola like an organic granola that's chocolate and it's so good. Which brand was it? I don't remember. Purely Elizabeth. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, God, I can eat a whole bag of that at once. Yeah, it was so good. It was so good. Okay, what else do you want to um, tell us about your program and about nutrition and macros and all that? So like I said, I do group challenges and we have a thousand people a challenge all over the country, well, all over the world, actually. Um, and the regular traditional ones are seasonal. They're, they're based on what foods are in season what's trending and we rewrite plans every single time to give our clients that continuously just come back for more, um, which we created a subscription program for. So we have, you know, hundreds of people that buy into our subscription, they get every challenge automatically and they, they stay on track. Um, so we have five of these seasonal challenges a year, but we also create them more specifically. Like you said, you're somebody that likes to kind of eat the same thing over and over. So we went ahead and created an entrepreneur challenge for people that, you know, time is of the essence and they don't need a whole lot of variation um, and variety that um, we have more of a simple plan for entrepreneur friends. I mean, you're an entrepreneur and a mom. I am as well. We put everything before us, which I think is really, it's taken me a, a long time to figure out that you, even though I've heard it my whole life to actually live it, that you cannot pour from an empty cup, that you really do have to take care of yourself first. And so this challenge is going to be really helpful with that for women. Yes, exactly. And you can pick and choose all you want and you can eat the same thing every single day and you can live without even meal prepping, to be honest, if you're willing to spend 10 minutes beforehand putting it together, you know? So. Yeah, absolutely. 
I think that's great. Okay. So before I let you go, I want to ask you one more question. This is the question I ask everybody at the end of the episode. So you don't have to answer it on all of them, but I'm going to have you answer it for this one. Okay. If you made Oprah money and you had to spend it on yourself selfishly, what would you spend it on? Gosh, I, and I just relate to you so much on this question where like time is everything to me. And my favorite thing at this stage of life, my kids are nine, seven, six, and four, or actually the seven-year-old's eight now. So nine, eight, six, and four is just taking them on these trips, like where they just, they do, we, every day we go to bed and we say that was a day well spent. You know, that feeling, it's really hard to get. And unfortunately it takes a lot of money sometimes. And so yeah. What I would do if I had Oprah money is just travel the world with my kids and my husband and um, not not worry about, you know, how much dinner is going to cost and, and you know, flights and stuff like that. And I know you said it's self, it, something completely selfish, but I, I just like that's what I love to do selfishly with our time and our money. So I know that's kind of the wrong answer. <laughs> no, there's no wrong answer. I love it. I love it. That's so good. Okay. Where can everyone find you? Okay. So you can find me most active on Instagram, which is Kara Clark nutrition, no hyphens or anything. Um, and Facebook and, um, just through email and support at caraclarknutrition.com. And you have a book coming out. Tell yeah. us about that. Wellness Remodel, I wrote with um, my co-writer, Christina Anstead from HGTV, formerly El Musa from Flipper Flop. We go through her story, kind of like we just did yours, but um, way more comprehensive on what we implemented, how it worked, how it changed her life. And, um, you know, the next few topics that you and I are going to discuss are going to be really uh, relative to the Wellness Remodel and how I go a little bit deeper than just physical. Once I have people feeling good, I say, okay, let's go to that next level. Um, so wellness remodel comes out April 14th, woo -woo, right after your book. Yay. Yeah. And then I contributed to Carrie's book, Carrie Underwood's book, which is called find your path. And both of these books I love because they're saying like, don't do this because we do it, do it because it's going to work for you. So right. that book comes out mid March. I love it. So good. And I, I actually just got done reading and interviewing Sherry Salata, who wrote the book, uh, The Beautiful No. And I think the thing that stuck out to me the most out of that entire book was she said, there's all these programs out there and you have to start listening to yourself and trying some things and figuring out what program is going to work for you. You basically build it from scratch. But the way that you do that is by knocking down everything you've you've thought and starting over and building a new foundation and i think that starting with with your book with your program is an incredible way to start and like you said i do 5 meals a day you do 4 meals a day you, you it's not an exact science but you've got to start somewhere you've got to learn and start somewhere to build your own program yes exactly i love that I hope you loved this episode with Kara. I sure did. I love Kara's approach to nutrition, health, and wellness. My favorite thing about what I've learned from Kara is that I'm not on some fad diet or unsustainable plan. I've just made a lifestyle change that allows me to live the life I want. 
Just like everything with life and business, boundaries give us freedom. And I'm so thankful for the freedom I've found with Kara Clark Nutrition. I'll see you next week on Zimmerman Podcast. If you loved what you heard today, even if you liked it a lot, you should subscribe and leave a review. We'll see you back here next time in the Zimmerman Podcast.